Hello and welcome. Connie Reagan Green here with another call in the podcast series. Today I have on the line with me Alicia Dunhams. And Alicia, welcome. Connie, it's so great to be here. Yes, because now you and I, even though we both live in the Southern California area, our paths have not crossed over the years. And I'm not sure why. I just became aware of you just in the last six months or so. Well, wonderful. Now we're talking on the phone, and the next time uh, we will meet in person. I look forward yes. to it. Yes, because I do events down uh, at the Ayers Hotel in Manhattan Beach, and if I had known of you, I would have invited you already. Oh, my goodness. I live three minutes from the Ayers. I do events. I haven't done events at Ayers, but uh, the Shade Hotel and also uh, the Bellamar, Hotel Bellamar. Isn't that something how people who do something you know, online, serving people around the world, living so close, doing business so close, and sometimes we don't, we don't connect. So you do so many amazing things. You have a bestseller in a weekend program where thousands of people have become uh, authors and it's changed their lives. Tell us a little bit just about that program to begin with. Yes, uh, bestseller in a weekend is going into its sixth year, and I've helped over 2,000 people go from idea to author, uh, really in that three-day uh, weekend that I've created, and I uh, do it online. So, so just a little bit about Best Art of Weekend. I first started uh, in conferences uh, and uh, doing, doing conference, conferences mostly in San Francisco, and then in 2012, I took it online, uh, and then in its fifth year this year, I, I've done uh, a few live conferences, and I have one coming up September 16th through 18th, which is my last one, and I'll be doing that right uh, here in Manhattan Beach, just a, a, you know, 10 minutes south of LAX. Excellent, excellent, because it's so important. Becoming an author really changed my life. It's been uh, 2010, so six years since I first wrote a book, and I know you know most people, it seems, what, what is the figure? Over 80% of people want to write a book, yet very few actually do it. Yes, and now more than ever, it's important because really online we're content marketers, we're contentpreneurs, for lack of a better term, and and uh, the more that you create content, magnetic content, so you're creating a podcast, LinkedIn blog, uh, uh, you know, blogging, uh, also uh, writing a book, writing an ebook, it's a way to bring people to you. Uh, so it's that taking taking the concept from push marketing to pull marketing, where you're attracting people. Uh, to you and to your business where you have endless leads. So uh, one thing I was talking, I was doing yoga today with a friend, and I was sharing with her that I have so many leads that sometimes the follow-up is uh, is is uh, difficult. That's something that I find in my my business, uh, uh, and that's where I get to you know develop more. I have a I have a you know small sales team, but uh, uh, where that's a great problem to have where you have yes. where you have leads coming to you, <laughs> and and so. You know, and a little bit about that and, and something that I teach in, in my model when I, when I coach people is that uh, really ideally you want to go from the one-to-one uh, model to the one-to-many model. And that's why I started Best Star in a Weekend because uh, starting in 2008, a year after I wrote my book or a few months after I read my book in 2007, I did an uh, uh, entrepreneurship summit for women called Wealthy Girl Summit. And I did this in San Francisco. And, and really, I just wrote my book. I just got it on Amazon, and I said, I looked at the uh, bestseller list, the New York Times bestseller list, and I looked, okay, what, women, what are the women on the bestseller list, and what are they doing to make money? Because I realized I wrote a book, 
um, but I didn't have a back-end business to support the book. And so on the New York Times bestseller list at that time, 2007, was Lowell Langmire, Marcy Shimoff, and Christine Comerford. And they looked like they were doing consulting, coaching, and seminars, and, and speaking. And I go, I guess that's the next thing I get to do. I get to do a seminar. So I did Wealthy Girl Summit, and I, I, I stumbled upon Lowell Langmire's phone number. I called her, and I said, hey, do you want to speak at my Wealthy Girl Summit? And she said, yes. And then Marcy Chimoff said yes, and then Christine Comerford said yes, and then I had 13 women speakers at this event. Uh, and uh, and when I did this event, wow, it was tough. I realized filling seats, it was not the easiest thing, and and I was learning as I was going. But and and so I wouldn't say it was a financial win. My my summit, um, it was a really powerful networking event. I had powerful women in the house. And what happened is one of the speakers came to me and asked hey, Alicia, you wrote a book. Can you help me write a book? And that's when I started my consulting kind of one-on-one business, what I now call the book funnel, um, which is uh, my one-on-one coaching and helping people get a book done in approximately four months. And and I was doing that process, and I, you know, started in 2008. I was having clients. Things were great. And then that, and then in 2009, um, you know what happened? The, you know, the financial markets dropped. The real estate yeah. bubble popped. Uh, and and I realized that going from the next client to the next client was not serving me and not serving them, uh, and very tough during that time when people were were uh, uh, you know just doing anything to save their shirt, if you will. And so I said, okay, what am I doing on a one to one basis that I can do on a one to many basis? And that's when I realized that the first you know dozen calls that I had with a private client really were something that could be scaled uh, and repeated. Uh, and uh, taught to many people at a time, and that's when I launched Bestseller in a Weekend in late 2010. Uh, and uh, and I I did it. I had an amazing group of uh, women, all women the first time. Uh, I, have a, I definitely have a mixed uh, mixed audience now, uh, but I'd say my clients are 60% women, 40% men. And uh, and and with that, I uh, have been doing it for six years. I've helped so many people become authors. And it's just been really powerful. And, and what I've seen is my clients not only go on to write books, but they go on to start really movements. And, and really, it's leadership. Uh, they, they become leaders in their particular field and area of expertise. And it's been a really powerful. Uh, I was at an event this week, and, um, and the speaker, I don't know his name, um, but there was like Michael Gerber was at the event, and it was an event that Larry Benet uh, pulled together a sang event. Uh, really high, uh, really amazing people in the room. And when one of the speakers says, you know, the way you create impact in the world is you impact one person and they impact two people. And it's creating that ripple effect. And and as as leaders, as business leaders, we really have the responsibility to create powerful content, to write ebooks, to write books, to do podcasts as you're doing now, really to create content to inspire people. Because when we when we are playing a full throttle we inspire others to do the same. Yes, and you used the phrase earlier, uh, magnetic content. I, I'm not familiar with that. What do you mean magnetic by that? Magnetic content? Is that well, what you that, said, you something about magnetic? magnetic? Yeah, I'm using that as an adjective. When you are magnetic, people come to you versus you going to them. Okay, so it's wonderful. this really beautiful pool marketing technique where you're creating content, people are seeing you're providing value. It's really coming from a place of service, and value. How can I support people? And so that is giving away content for free. That, and it's not really yeah. even for free. It's just it's just sharing what you know, get, it's supporting people, because obviously 
we are online, we are providing content, uh, and there's a, there's, you know, so much content, it's very satiated in terms of the, uh, uh, or saturated, that's the word I was wanting to use, saturated in terms of uh, the, the online marketing uh, place and w- what we find online. And so it's even more important that we create absurdly good content, content that um, surpasses, content that just gives, gives, and gives some more. And and so the, the, the basics are cover online. You have, you know, the three tips and the five tips and the seven tips. But what can you do to go even further to, to really serve your audience? Yes, no, I agree completely, and I want our listeners to go over to your site, aliciadenhams.com. Please go through my link, connieloves.me forward slash Alicia, which is A-L-I-C-I-A. So, Alicia, do you know that you and I have something in common? I'm reading your About page, and you'll never guess mm. what, it, what it could be. It's the long-distance running. I used to run full and half marathons while I was in college. Love that, yes. Uh, that <laughs> you still I, I run now? What, I, I I sprint now. Wow. So I, I, I sprint now because I, I just was at an event and I heard, the, uh, I can't think of his name, but I know that he does uh, Primal Blueprint and he was the, kind of the, the founder of the Paleo Diet. Mm-hmm. And he says that long haul running, uh, when as you get older, you know, it starts to wear in your heart. So it, it is, um, for your body, and obviously... Uh, was it Mark you know, Sisson? You, was that who you heard? Oh, goodness. I'll have to look up his name. Okay. Um, let right, me look up I, his I believe it's Mark, Mark Sisson. Okay. Well, he's the founder of the Primal Blueprint and the Paleo, uh, Paleo Diet, and he says, like, you know, mu- muscle... So, so working your muscles in terms of weightlifting and sprints. So, like, what I do is I walk for te- uh, two minutes and then I sprint for 20 seconds. So raising your heart rate uh, is is more powerful than that long-haul running where it really works your heart. So so I'm glad I did the marathons, awesome, you know, bucket list. Uh, but now I'm I'm just being more in tune with my, my body, eating really healthy, and, and, and doing those, those sprint exercises and yoga. Yes, yes, and I'm going back to yoga. I think yoga is very, very important for all the way from toddlers all the way to forever, and uh, I'm glad to hear that you're doing that. So, so tell us a little bit more. You were an international fashion model. What was that like? Was it as glamorous <laughs> as we all believe, or not so much? Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, you know, it's it, it, it's fun, and modeling is is. Obviously, it's 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 uh, you know to be able to to be able to enter that industry is is definitely uh, uh, you know I'm grateful for that. And but I could say that people who are in the industry where you're being judged on what you look like and how much you weigh is really tough for your self-esteem. Actually, models are some of the people with the lowest self-esteem I know. And so one thing that I love there's a sh- shift in modeling now because when I Modeled and, and I went to Milan to do the uh, to do the fashion shows for a season. They said I was too big, and you know, the size four, and uh, I was too oh, fat right. to to do it. And and so so I obviously that was that's not good to hear. Where you're like you get off a plane and <laughs> oh <laughs> like, boy yeah yeah that's terrible. 
um, you know, there's Lynda.com, but then there's everyone who has their own additional uh, courses, is that you have to be that much more uh, experience-based. So, so your so my my best on a weekend program is really about gaming experience. It's, there's a whole bunch of components, but it's the it's we play, we have fun. It's 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 collaborative. It's it's uh, uh it's community. It's it's you know all of these different things. We have we have games. What I said gaming. We have we have games that we play contests, and it's about creating an experience. Because I can tell you this. If anyone wants to write a book or if anyone wants to start an online business, they can go to YouTube and get content for free. People aren't looking for content. They're looking for experience. They're looking for connection. Uh, They're looking to to work with, you know, a coach that's going to fully, like, see them through. One thing that I'm really big on uh, in terms of connection is, is introducing my tribe and my community to other players. I have a really rich network of of you know, you know, I was just, I mean, I have a really rich network of really game-changing individuals. I'm, I'm good friends with people who are really, uh, are awesome, amazing influencers, thought leaders. And, uh, and, and so if I can support by connecting a client with someone that's going to help them get to the next level, uh, I'm really happy to do that. Okay. All right. Well, I love it. And, you know, your energy just really comes through the, the, the phone lines here. So uh, I, I love that because not everybody is so excited and energetic about what they do, and I think we all should be. This is this is a gift from God that we're able to do this work online, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. I'm glad I got started when I got started because I feel the foundation is there, the community is there, uh, the fact that I have so many testimonials, people who are really changing their life through taking my program, uh, and uh, and so I. Um, it's it's such a great platform to build off, but the thing is, you you never want to get comfortable. You never want to feel like, oh, I'm set, set it, forget yeah. it. Everything mm-hmm. is energy in life, and and you get to bring it in all levels. And and so for me, it's constantly pivoting, being agile. So what what I see is a current trend. What's currently happening is we have you know a lot of people creating content online. Um, is is it, the current trend is having that content available online but also being a powerful speaker facilitator where you can bring that uh, content offline as well through workshops, which people have been doing. So being, being able to have online work, workshops, having them offline as well, uh, and um, really building a community, so really breaking that fourth wall, so not everything being provided online, um, but also having yeah, in-person meetups, uh, connections in that way. And then in terms of creating content online, experience, 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 doing something different, something that makes people feel good, something that um, doesn't feel like, you know, uh, just, okay, here's another podcast or here's another book, but how can you make it different? How can you stand out from the content place? And that's a couple of ways you can stand out is your content is absurdly good, 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 absurdly good. Number two is uh, if you are creating experiential experiences. So how is it different? Is it, is, is, can people touch, feel? And then that community collaborative uh, angle. So really the high touch is important. How can we create high touch in a world that's, you know, global, in a world of social media? So it's bringing your offline connections online and really, really providing service. Yes, yes. Well, I hope you have enjoyed this uh, podcast interview as much as I have. I want you to go over to ConnieLoves.me forward slash Alicia, and you will see AliciaDunhams.com. So, Alicia, thank you so much for spending this time with me, and I'm glad we got to connect and hope we will connect further in the future. Absolutely, Connie. This is awesome.